Commander, Hail Ming approaching. What do you mean, Hail Ming approaching? More rocket Ajaxes on our screen and heading right for us. Secure all posts. Raise all shields. Fire all lasers. Cue the music. That's right. We are back in the studio. If you want to call it the studio, we are back in War Rocket Ajax's studio. And we're bringing you a new episode of El Ming Power Hour. That's right. That's right. If you don't know who we are, then I just feel sorry for you because you should. I mean, if you listen to podcasts and you haven't checked out this show yet, you've got a problem. And uh, we are here to fix that. We are the cure for that so myself i am one rick morgan from a multitude of crappy shows but it all started right here on hail ming and it all starts with my brother on the other end of the mic mr danny bennett what's going on man hey i'm super glad to be here and let me tell you that um you know like you said you are a part of many podcasts and i'm happy to say that i was part of the origin story because you were always going to explode but we exploded in a certain way in, ro- in war rocket Ajax. Harder to say than it is to ride in because it's a smooth ride. <laughs> you know, Ming sent us to destroy the Earth, and uh, instead we saw the movies and we said, "Yeah, this place might need a little bit more time." And uh, so we came up with right. Hail Ming Power Hour, where we talk about all the things we saw and loved about the planet Earth, including and especially its motion picture industry. Absolutely. We, I mean, we were sitting here with the guns ready to blast and just blow you guys away. And, you know, we saw a trailer for Enter the Ninja. And uh, that was uh, <laughs> kind of where we said, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. We may have something here. <laughs> Maybe so. Canon, Canon Pictures saved y'all's lives, saved the earth. And you don't even know it. I think that's part of the, uh, the documentary, the, the, the unsolicited uh, documentary. Yes, absolutely. So, but yeah, we are here to talk about one incredible, not so great, incredible movie. <laughs> but we happen, we we happen to love this movie. Well, I think we do. I know one of us does, anyways. But we thought it's getting towards the holiday season. Um, we're talking about Halloween, of course, and we want to start uh, diving off into that end of the movie spectrum and. Just out of nowhere, I blundered the words "rawhead Rex," raw and here Rex. we are, "rawhead Rex." Uh, I'm sure we've got a ton to talk about with this flick. Also, being that I've read the short story as well, there's some interesting things about this to to kick around. So, this is going to be a whole lot of fun. But we need to talk about because we you know we just did an episode a few months ago but we need to talk about what we call what did you watch Sexual chocolate. 
<laughs> All right, man. I'm going to open it up because we talked a little bit before we shot this show. And uh, so, what do you what have you been watching, man? What do you watch? Well, normally, you know, the, the whole what did you watch, uh, spoiler alert, um, secret uh, Hail Ming Power Hour interesting trivia for you. But the what did you watch section started because... You know, we're a couple of misanthropes who like to make jokes out of other people's shows. And, and we thought we were just going to always say, yeah, we didn't watch anything except for the movie we were covering. But I've got to say, man, two things that I've watched since the last time we recorded. One, The Five Element Ninjas, the movie from 1982. Yes. <laughs> Some, yeah. um, I was just trying to desperately uh, look it up in Facebook and see who said they were watching it. Um I will add an addendum and kick it into the Hail Ming page and say thank you for uh, recommending it. But I went and watched it because one of our, our listeners said uh, they were watching it. And man, it is every bit as good today as it was the first time I watched it at Peter Cameron's house on a weekend during Kung Fu June. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it, it was a good time. And uh, if you haven't watched it, you know maybe we'll cover it in another episode. Maybe we won't, but... Do yourself a favor, 1982's The Five Element Ninjas, super fun. Um, I, I think also, we should do that. We, we, we absolutely should cover that movie. I mean, that's, uh, I, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah, maybe we'll do our own Kung Fu June. How about that? That sounds awesome. Yeah. So, <laughs> the the other thing, um, I, I just, I got a hankering to, to look up some stuff from, you know, ancient times, and I look back to... 2013, and uh, I found uh, it's an it's an ABC reality show called Who Done It, um, where there's a you know every week somebody gets voted off, and it's written by the guy who did all the CSA show, uh, the, the CSI shows, and he does a crime, and they have to go figure out how the crime was done, and then if they don't figure it out well enough, they're they're on the chopping block for the next week, and then they're the next murder, right? So I watched that whole series, I binged it. Super fun. The whole thing's on YouTube. Um, if you got the ABC app, you can watch it there. But they started asking me like personal questions, so I just went ahead and went to YouTube instead. Um, 2013's Who Done It? <laughs> fun show. Fun show. I, I recommend it, especially if you're a big fan of like murder mysteries and stuff. Fun show. Started asking you personal questions. You're like, I'm out. <laughs> it's like, hey, what's your email address? Too much for me, buddy. I'm watching on YouTube. Yeah. Say, hey, man. I mean, I'm just here to watch your show. If you're gonna bug me, I'm, I'm just, I'll just, I'll pirate them somewhere else. All right. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, man? What did you watch? I've been watching a lot of stuff, and I, I normally I make something up in case y'all don't know that. By some reason, you're probably going, "Dang it! I'm trying to find that Celine Dion documentary." Uh, <laughs> uh, you may, you may have a hard time finding those, but uh, I want to talk about. Uh, class Action Park, uh, ah. the documentary that's been going around. Wow, what a documentary, man. You want to talk about incredible. Of course, you know, it's about the place called Action Park up in Jersey, I believe. The most dangerous <laughs> theme park that there was, or water park, whatever you want to call it. And the stuff that happened there is what just was- so unbelievable. Wasn't it originally a ski slope, and they had the like some kind of trenches yeah. down the skis, and they they made them into water slides? <laughs> yeah. Well, he tried to make make it useful during the off seasons from when it's not you know freezing and snow. They wanted to utilize the park otherwise. And dude, I mean, the stuff that they did uh, is just unreal. It's it's the equivalent of what we liked about the whole Evil Knievel story about. Now we just built a ramp. We didn't put any math behind it. We just built a ramp. Said, "Yeah, I think I can make it." And they were building these rides for people the same way. They wouldn't bring in engineers or anybody. They would just make stuff. My my favorite story, and I'll just I'll try to make this short. But you really need to you really need to see this documentary, man. I'm telling you, you'll be blown away by it. But they make this one thing where this guy decided to make this. It's a steel ball, and. They put these rollers all over the ball, and you sit inside the ball, and they roll it down this track that's made out of PVC pipe. (laughs) (laughs) And the problem is, is when they tried this the the first time, the it was middle of summer, and they didn't think about PC uh, PCV PVC pipe 
expanding or, or melting in the heat, right? Getting soft. Right. And you're taking this big metal ball that weighs a ton to roll down this track <laughs> downhill, and it separates. And they put this person that worked there in it to try it out, and the thing jumped the track. Went across a four-lane highway and went in off in a swamp on the other oh side. Oh, my God. That is awesome. Well, yeah, I, I was intrigued when I saw the Class Action Park documentary, but but again, I'm, I'm not going to buy any more channels. So uh, I just looked up, there's a Man. there's a YouTube station called Defunct Land, and uh, they had a thing yeah. about uh, Action Park. And so I just watched that. And it probably isn't as well put together, but it's free. So... If you just want the well, the bargain basement version, then just check it out on YouTube. But man, the, the fact it that, sounds like crazy. The fact that the guy that owned it, the guy that owned it, couldn't even get insurance, <laughs> so he he created his own insurance company to insure himself. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, this is like it, it's you couldn't get any more gangster than than this story. And they even talk about, it. of course, this is back in the eighties and stuff. This guy apparently was some kind of tycoon, and he actually asked Donald Trump to get involved to help him. Even <laughs> Donald Trump was like, "Man, this is just way too, <laughs> way too risky, dude." <laughs> oh, that's good stuff, it's, man. It's it's incredible, man. I will. I tell you what, I I I can get you a copy of that if you want to see it. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I said, I was intrigued when I saw the commercial for it, and I'm sure that it's not as well put together as something that's got a little money behind it. But I did check yeah. it out. Just because I'd never heard of Action Park, probably there's a there's an age gap or something, but sure. um, yeah, it looks like there was some crazy stuff, you know. And of course, they got into more like, well, most of the injuries were because of the, and it it wasn't quite as um, <laughs> sensational as I'm sure the documentary is bound oh. to be. Well, and you know, the fad now is to do these animated figures, you know, of, of stuff that's happening while they're talking about it. And <laughs> you, you got, you know, these animated figures being thrown out of tubes. And Yeah, that's awesome. I, mean, I want to see that right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I would definitely hook you up, man. Oh, it's, nice. It's just unbelievable, just the story of it. It's like, you got to be kidding me. But yeah. So, yeah, uh, I've watched that. I've watched a lot of crap, man, because, you know, I'm cranking out several shows now. And, and uh yeah. I'm I'm watching a lot of bad movies. <laughs> I did hey. just watch and and uh for RJ show, RJ McCready uh Bite Size Cinema. If you haven't checked out Bite Size Cinema, you need to, man, cuz it's it's a really good show. And uh he just had myself and Dan Bone from Podcast on Haunted Hill, another great show. And we just covered Prince of Darkness, man, John Carpenter. I just saw and, that he uh, dropped that. I'll have to check yeah. it out. Uh you know what? Revisiting that one it's. I think it's gotten better with age because, I, you know, I saw it as a teenager, and it takes forty five minutes for anything really to happen in that movie. But once it starts happening, it doesn't stop. And and uh, it was nice revisiting that one, but it, it does have a very long beginning of like, are we just padding the movie here because there is nothing going on? <laughs> well, it's part of um, Carpenter's Apocalypse trilogy, right? Yeah, and I tell you what. And I bring this up many times, but it's almost like Carpenter doing Fulci's Beyond. No, oh. it's that kind of flick. It's it's you know it's so much supernatural craziness, and you know uh, if you remember in the Beyond, there was the the emblem of the Book of Ebon that was everywhere, and they even in this movie, there's a a mark that comes up on a person that's very very similar. I'm not going to give too much away because I don't want to ruin the show, but I don't know, man. It was a nice revisit. Uh, you got Egg Shen in there. You can't go wrong with that, right? Right. So, Egg Shen. Yeah. Bastard Egg took Shen. them to the bog of the trees. <laughs> you leave Jack Burton alone. You leave <laughs> Donald Pleasance alone. <laughs> if you don't have Big Trouble in Little China, where you can get the uh, the the director commentary along with uh, with Kurt Russell, <laughs> oh, I suggest yeah. you find it because it is it's a gem to listen to those two talk about making that movie. <laughs> all right you got anything else man that's you know what I, i'm sure i watched something else but i'm that's all i really want to tell y'all about oh fair enough all right so that's it for what did you watch what did you watch did you
coughing. Sound like me before we started the show. We'll be right back, folks. The Hailming Power Hour is brought to you by Trace Buster Buster. To bust somebody who's trying to bust your trace. And loyal subjects of Mongo like you. Hail Ming! Yeah. Hey, hey, guys, 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 calm down, guys, calm down. I'm trying to record something You heard here. the man, zip it. Go ahead, Skippy, it's all yours. I uh, appreciate that. Hey, all you podcast listeners out there, looking for something crazy to listen to? Well, look no further, because it doesn't get any weirder than this show. Hey, what do you mean weird? I'll bust your f***ing skull. But I wasn't talking about you, Louie. I was talking about this show, Rad Movie-Rama. I heard that show was dangerous. Yeah, man, I heard that show was hot. Let, let me take it, Skippy. Uh, what this show is is about uh, us looking at movies that are really quite terrible. Come on, man. I, I love these movies. These are some of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, I like them too because they're going to squeeze somebody's brain out. From 70s grindhouse drive-in classics to VHS explosion of the 80s and the birth of cable TV. It's kind of all covered right here at Rad Movie Rama. You can find Rad Movie Rama and all the voices in my head at uh, Legion Podcast or iTunes or Spotify or Stitcher or YouTube. Yada, yada, yada. Oh, yeah. That's Rad Movie Rama. Available everywhere you listen to podcasts under Rick Radio. Oh, yeah. Folks, welcome back. Uh, we know that you are still tuning in because we're talking about Rawhead Rex, for one thing. And, uh, yeah, I'm sure you want to hear our opinions. Uh, we hope you want to hear our opinions. But uh, in order to do so, in order to get into the time machine, did, did we mention that we have a time machine? Yeah. We have, yeah. The, we well, have the only podcast that has a time machine. We have we, one right here. We don't just take you back. With opinions and 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 with our uh, our recollections of these movies, we take you back to the time of the movie because that we makes you better somehow. Yeah, we want you to experience experience the sights and the sounds and the smells and the smells of nineteen eighty six. Mm. And that's where we're heading. But before we do that, in order to pay for the gasoline that it takes to function. <laughs> This time machine, <laughs> gas-powered time machine. Yes, absolutely. Takes a lot. We uh, we have to have sponsors, and uh, so we have to go out and beat the pavement every you know now and then, and come up with some good sponsors. So, you got any sponsors for us, man? As a matter of fact, I do. Um, I found a a local um, creamery that is making ice cream, and. Uh, at first, I thought it was a national creamery, but then um, I noticed my mistake, and um, I-, I was reached out to for sponsorship by uh, Jen and Barry's Ice Cream, and um, they were telling me that they have exciting new flavors. They, they For the Halloween season, Jen and Barry um, have a, a trick or meat um, selection, where they, they tickle your taste buds with uh, Jen and Barry's savory flavors of, you know... Ham's the brakes, and uh, you know th- they've got some Halloween flavors like uh, steak and bacon, and uh, ghost roast. Ghost roast. So you know, if if you like meat and you like ice cream, I don't see how you can go wrong with Jen and Barry's Ham's the brakes, steak and bacon, and ghost roast. <laughs> yeah, give me a give me an extra long meat sickle. <laughs> Well, it just sounds dirty when you say it like that. Yeah. <laughs> can I get that over the counter? You sure can. <laughs> <laughs> to what go about along you? with to go along with Jen and Barry's I, whatever that was. Um, <laughs> uh, you see her on TV all the time now. She's she's uh, basically a phenomenon. She's everywhere, and she's uh, started her own company as well. And that's Tyra Banks. And she's opened up Tyra Banks Peanut Butter, which uh, the the slogan is uh, Tyra Banks Peanut Butter, brown, smooth, and easy to spread. <laughs> oh, 
Oh. Tyra Banks peanut butter. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Oh, well. Who wants to live forever? (laughs) Hey, Brian Blessed likes it. Brian Blessed is in there, baby. (laughs) All you got to do is spread it. That's right. You got anything else? No. Any other sponsors? No. Okay, we're probably safe <laughs> that way. So let's jump into the time machine. Here we go. Okay, here Oops. we go. The seatbelt. Don't broken. forget your. Don't forget your gin and berries. Oh. Steak and bacon's not bad. Yeah, it is. Yep. Nineteen eighty six. Yeah. Yeah, it's just like I left it. What sucks though is we went back to nineteen eighty six and we're in Ireland. <laughs> it doesn't look much different, it's just greener. No, it's just kind of the same, right? <laughs> I'm not sure this movie was made in Ireland. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So we're here. We're ready to talk about this movie, but we have to have a synopsis so we know what's going on. And I believe you did the the, the duty of going out and finding us a sponsor. Who we got? I, I did. You know, you know, Darkness was so happy with our Legend episode that uh, that he volunteered. Um, Nay, forced me to to record him for a synopsis for Rawhead Rex. Also, because Rawhead Rex is a close personal friend. So yeah, I, I got that recording yeah, at great personal risk, and I sent it to you. Wow, that's incredible. Let's let's see what we got here. Hey guys, <laughs> I love the show. Thanks for plugging my new fragrance. Sales really grew after your legend episode. All that aside, I'm jazzed to introduce a film based on one of my oldest friends, Rawhead Rex. I used to invite him over, but he kept on rushing all my goblins and peeing on my chefs. Good guy, though. And his movie is just too fun. Break a leg, guys. <laughs> I, I think his voice has gotten deeper over the years. <laughs> it, it, it's pretty deep. You know, like, wow. um, I asked him to tighten it up, and, and he... He pointed a finger at me, and I was. I told him it's all good. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, sometimes you just have to, to to roll with it. You know, hey, you you if it's going to cause you know physical harm to me, then yeah, that's a perfect synopsis. Way to go, darkness. Yeah, yeah, I agree, darkness. If I had a dinner guest that was peeing on all of my cooks, that I would I would totally, <laughs> I would totally tell him, you know, maybe next time. <laughs> All right, man. Let's do this. Let's jump right. into this. What? Rick, what is? Oh, you want me to go? What is your first reason to watch Rawhead? Okay. Rex? All right. Well, and this is this is probably not a reason just to watch this movie, but because of who I am, with the makeup in my DNA. My number one thing I want to at least point out in this movie is this family that's there visiting to do the research. The dad's doing research. Is staying at a place called. The Tall, the tall man, man Pub. Yes, yeah. indeed. It's got a cool-ass sign, too. Yeah, it does. It's got like a slate out front that's hanging from a placard, and it's it's a picture of this tall dude with these, these regular-sized people. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I noticed that, too. And when they go in the front door, the guy goes, Your room is ready, <laughs> sir. <laughs> Hail Ming. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, man. A tall man fan, phantasm. You know me. So yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, I scratched the top one off my list and said, this this shit's going first. <laughs> you know what? You know, it's definitely in my list. But um, I, I, I agree. I'm just gonna say this: you, you're not gonna miss anything. And and I'm I'm speaking to the minions out there. If you decide you want to watch Rawhead Rex for the first time ever, you're not gonna miss anything if you just skip to the one hour mark. I mean, you're not going to miss anything. Um, I'm my first reason to watch this movie is is the the um, what is he an archaeologist? The 
main character who is some sort of yeah. researcher. Yeah. He's got a hell of a sweater, man. <laughs> the sweaters in this movie. Top notch. <laughs> That's your number one reason. That's, it's a hell of a sweater, man. Dude, sweaters. I'm not. I mean, it's the first reason I got. It might not be my number one reason. Like I'm not ranking them, but oh, but I'm man. but I'm pointing okay. them out. Just just take notice because oh, you're not ranking are, them. I'm not ranking okay. them. Okay, all right. What, what do you expect Fine. me to do? Put them down and like like list them from from first well, to last? Come on. Well, when we when we say, hey, what's your number one reason? <laughs> I just mean it's the reason that I put one next to. <laughs> it's just the first one you wrote down. It's the first one I wrote down, man. Dude sweaters. Dude sweater. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to go with the fact that there's a huge penis statue in the middle of a potato field. <laughs> and I love the fact that they want to get rid of it because, I mean, what's the point? We can plant maybe, I don't know, three or four more potatoes right there where the statue is. It's not hurting anything. <laughs> Look, man, it's hurtful that you're assuming they're planting potatoes just because they're Irish. But other than that, man, I'm going to say it, well, you got a field, you got a big old rock in the middle of it. you got to get rid of that rock. Otherwise, your you know crop farming device is going to hit that rock and then bend, right? Dude, the thing's, I don't know, 30 foot tall? <laughs> I don't think you're going to run into it with a plow. And I'm not going to bag on Rawhead Rex, but I'm going to say if you want a movie from beginning to end that kind of follows the same mark and is better, Lair of the White Worm. <laughs> you know what? I, mean, I, I, was, I saw a lot of flashbacks myself with that. No yep. doubt. I mean, it's it's got the whole esoteric ancient god thing going on that uh, Bram Stoker wrote Lair of the White Worm and, uh, you know, Clive Barker wrote Rawhead Rex and maybe he wants to distance himself from the movie, but you know, it, it, it has a lot of his hallmarks for sure. Yeah, being that everything is very, uh, this is a new term, penisy. <laughs> and there's a lot of phallic stuff, but yes, there is. It, that's ironic when you get to the 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 reveal at the end, of course. But yeah, yeah, a lot of phallic right. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, All my right, next my next reason. Hey, you want a reason that's ranked? How about crazy preacher dude? <laughs> You know, yeah, man. Early on, these these guys they go to the church. They touch the sacraments at the front. You know, the the cloth that that adorns the altar, and their their hand glow red. You know, Ashbury from from uh, from uh, Nightbreed. Anyone? But you know, their hand glow, glows red, and they become kind of possessed with the Holy Spirit of Rawhead Rex. And this guy, <laughs> this guy was a was a convert before anybody else, and he's a a, a sweaty manic priestly crazed dude his name is Declan yeah. by the way Declan yes as soon as he touches that he just his whole persona just changes he's ready I mean, he to gets go to where people are walking in the church and he's like what the f are you doing in here I mean yeah. it's just like whoa wait a minute <laughs> now, to, to, to go along with that I wrote it down this way I said I said the priest you know when he lays his hand on the altar he starts having the rawhead wrecks POV shot, right? So he's like starting to see everything that Rawhead sees, almost like Pumpkinhead, like Lance Hendrickson did in Pumpkinhead. So, you know, I, I'm guessing this was just a trend of the time. Hey, what if, you know, what if you were seeing what the monster sees, you know? Right, right, right. Thing. And daylight killings at that. Yeah. And yeah. daylight. May Rawhead's not be just the best of choices. Folks. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not the best choices for just. You know the overall effects of how Rawhead looks, but hey, you know, go for it. They didn't hide him; <laughs> they were they were proud of what they had created. Let's just say that Rawhead Rex and the wrestling greenhead guy from Conan the Destroyer could probably hang out. Yeah, they probably could. They and could be a good wrestling team. <laughs> just an interesting tidbit that I picked up. You know, um, looking into the Rawhead Rex um, uh, trivia. Is that the guy who played Rawhead Rex worked out hard to uh, to to play Rawhead, and his name is Heinrich von Schellendorf. Wow, right? Yeah, I kind of made me wish it, that my name was Heinrich von Schellendorf. <laughs> well, I love the fact of he worked out, but then they just 
put a bodysuit on him. Yeah, they for did. the most part. <laughs> I guess he worked out to make sure he was nine feet tall. Except you can tell he isn't because when he gets to running, that head's like flopping backward. You know. <laughs> oh. Oh, with that being said, I've got uh, my next reason is Rawhead Rex's mullet mohawk. I mean, dude's rocking it, man. You'd think that if his name is Rawhead, he wouldn't have any hair. Yeah. But he does. He's got, yeah, he's got like the Sammy Kerr hairdo, but it's shaved on the sides and down the back. <laughs> and, and he's got two sets of teeth. He's got big teeth yeah. and little teeth. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> Hail me. <laughs> All right, what you got? So, so like I said, you can skip the first hour of this movie, but if you want to know kind of the the inner workings between our main character and his wife, I did grab a sound clip that is. Uh, what? Yeah, what what an odd situation. I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, the wife is kind of a cosmopolitan. You know, like he's like, I like the this this simple town, and she's like, you know, it's kind of an Ava Gabor, uh, right. Green Acres kind of thing. Like, give yep. me the big city life, you know. But uh, they have this exchange uh, where where it starts with, I prefer dead things. Now, what do you expect from a historian? I prefer dead things. Oh, I'll bear that in mind. Just one or two exceptions. Name one. And what you're not hearing is they're just like like gobsmacking. They're snogging right yeah. in the middle of the road. It's gross. <laughs> People are walking by, giving them eyes. Ooh, you haven't kissed me like that in a long time. You have very dirty eyes. Anybody ever tell you that? Practically <laughs> <laughs> everybody. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, laughs there's, like Renfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's some weird stuff that happens. It's just like when he you were talking in your sleep last night. Who's Big Jim Slade? You know, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, like, like you're not missing anything, but there's definitely some weird, like, made for TV, like scarring you uh, when you get back home from school kind of stuff going on between these two. And they got two kids who have Irish accents, but neither one of them do. So what's up with that? Yeah, ooh wee. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ooh, moving on, right? So what's right? Is it your turn or mine? I can't call. It doesn't matter. I don't think. I think you and I both have the same thing right here because you've yeah. got the sound bite. But it's the next on my list, and uh, we we get a scene where I don't I don't know if Rawhead is just bored or just feels like killing somebody, but he kills this farmer dude. And he goes inside of the house, and the and the farmer's pregnant wife is in there, and he stalks her down, and you think he's going to kill her. Matter of fact, it cuts away, so you think he's killed her. But then it cuts back to her a little later on, and I've got the pregnant lady meltdown. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 I don't know if it's brilliant or if it's the worst idea you can do in a movie. I haven't figured it out yet. <laughs> and and I sent that sound clip too because it was just so weird, right? It's super weird. So this guy comes to check. I don't know if he works at the farm or what, but he, he pulls up in that little Toyota or Mazda truck and jamming on some, I don't know, Irish jig music or something. Yeah. <laughs> Irish jig was, music, man. <clears throat> he was just jamming out on it, and I was like, wow. And he doesn't find the farmer he sees some blood spots and he goes in the house and the house has been destroyed apparently apparently raw house raw house <laughs> raw house with uh with patrick swayze <laughs> <laughs> oh, raw house oh apparently rawhead hates furniture because he goes in and just tears the house all the pieces man he but is angry yeah, but he, you know, this guy goes upstairs and finds the 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 wife of the farmer, and we get this. Jen, what happened here? Uh, yeah. Like she's yeah. a monster in the sheets, and uh, 
baby in the streets. I don't know what's going on there, man. Yeah, you know, it, it's obviously she's doing a little freak out thing here where she's she can't express verbally what happened, but uh, she just acts it out for everybody, I guess. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of feel for the actors because there's a lot of that going on where they're like, all right, now just like like have your, your tiny meltdown and we're just going to zero in on your face while you do it. That's a tough thing to, to ask of somebody, but they ask for a lot of people to do that. <laughs> oh, all right, that that makes you next. Okay, okay. Well, so I'm gonna say I'm gonna jump here, and I'm gonna say a reason to watch this movie is the is the police captain, who is Captain Black Hat of the Hunchback Police. I mean, this dude like he's got this black hat and black coat, but whenever he sits in a chair, man. He's hunched over like like Notre Dame man like, and right. and he he's a you know he's a straight shooter, and you know he tells people when he thinks that they're lying and, but man you just watch this guy because he knows what's up, and till he's he really really good with a really good with a cigar too till you know things <laughs> things go wrong with him but, but he I he's a hunchback it, right, I had it wrote down for a long time that. The never-ending cigars, because every scene you saw him in, he had a cigar. And eventually, <laughs> yeah. they they got away from that. But that would have really come in handy a little later on in the movie if he would still kept that cigar. But anyways, but yeah, man, uh, you know, I it's almost like you and I have always pointed out, especially in the Italian flicks, the the investigators or the police, we always kind of go, look at this guy, man. He's always eating a sandwich, you know. <laughs> right, right. They they always give him some kind of a shtick, and you know, like, yeah. I don't know. The hunchback thing might have just been the the actor, though. Like, is when he was sitting down <laughs> in a chair, it was like his head was was down where his where his navel should be. You know, his chest was all hunched <laughs> up there like Nosferatu. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, well, well he's he's probably gone now. <laughs> maybe, maybe. I, if anything, he probably did. He probably didn't listen to this show, so well, he, he uh, might start. Oh, okay. Okay, so my next one, I have to go with the trailer park lovers, right? I Mm. mean, you know, we've got our white trash trailer park people here, but so does Ireland, apparently. Yeah, it's a caravan park right there, you know, and kind of harkens back to the Roma people and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you get this young couple that's apparently babysitting. Uh, this this girl's got her younger son or younger brother there, and he's uh, he's an inconvenience for them because they're over there making out hot and heavy on the couch, and he's breaking out the army men and making all kinds of sounds and stuff to try to get their attention. <laughs> yeah, and uh, the boyfriend's like, "This guy's just a nuisance, so let's just go outside." So they, I haven't figured this one out yet, but they lock the kid. In the trailer, yeah. And how how do you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Same thing. He's like he does something to the door on the way out, and then the kids like like trying to make the door open. I don't I don't get it, man. Right. I don't get it. But anyways, these this couple they run off in the middle of the woods to to I guess they're going to try to get it on, but uh, they keep getting distracted and things happen, and then uh, uh, they hear a, a scary noise in the woods and they take off running. And uh, they run back to the trailer park, and <laughs> we used to talk about this at work. This is what we talked about. There's two scenes in this movie that we always talked about, and this is one of them. But they're holding hands, and then, like, they're running side by side down through this trail back to the, <laughs> to, to the trailers. And then just like, I don't know, almost like uh, a comedy where... Uh, a track team is running and somebody just sneaks out from behind something and sticks their foot out there and trips a guy. Yeah. Rawhead Rex just jumps out from behind a tree and just hits the guy head on. And they just keep running. And when she gets back to the camp, she's yelling and stuff. And she goes to look at her boyfriend and all she's got is his hand. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and, and but man, she still thinks they're running together. <laughs> and, and, and man, like, like, you know, you see the monster cam zero in on his forearm. So you know what just yeah. happened, and yeah, I've got my little my little joke here. I said Andy really gave her a hand getting away because <laughs> you know, and she's like, ah, and she drops the hand. Yeah, it's it hokey. Uh, you're right, kids. I'm sorry. 
But I just love the fact of, I don't know, maybe the adrenaline's running so much that you don't realize that 170 pounds is no longer there when you're running. I, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Well, you know, she just realized <laughs> that the fact that the, that the the trail got more narrow wasn't really a problem all of a sudden. You know, like... <laughs> oh, it's it's such a ridiculous scene. But it's still so much fun, so definitely a reason to check this movie out. So so to, to tell you people again, okay, I'm just going to tell you. I watched this movie for you, and if you want to take my advice, just fast forward through the movie. You, you've heard all the good stuff up until now. Fast forward yeah. the movie until Rawhead Rex eats Robbie, okay? <laughs> so the main character's got two kids. I forget what the girl's name is. You know why? Because she doesn't get eaten. Robbie gets eaten. It don't matter. Yeah. Right. And he gets dragged out of the car, <laughs> and then he gets chomped up by uh, by Rawhead Rex. And um, and after that, the movie gets pretty good. It starts rocking. Let me just segue into that. So after Rawhead Rex eats Robbie, our main character is like, you know, you guys got to do something about this. You you laughed at me because I saw a monster before, and, and, and now... All these people are dying. Rawhead Rex comes alive. And he attacks this trailer park. And Rawhead Rex attacking the trailer park <laughs> is the reason to watch this movie. Yeah. It really is, man. I've got it here, too. Rawhead Rex hates trailer parks. <laughs> man, he tips over a trailer with these people in it. And they, like, stick their... This guy sticks his body out the window, like, what's going on out here? Like, that's going to be a good idea. And, of course, he gets dragged out. And then Rawhead Rex just starts killing people. Like, dude comes up and kidney punches him. And Rawhead Rex is nine feet tall, right? And he's just, like... He's nine feet tall and he's wearing scraps. And he's like, man, I'm, I don't have time for you. And, and the other thing about Rawhead Rex, this guy shoots at him with a rifle. Dude, Rawhead Rex starts running at him, Right? Like, he's not he's not stalking like Jason taking bullets to the torso. No, he just starts running around like a linebacker, like picking people up by their neck and slinging them into trees and stuff. I mean, Rawhead Rex suddenly becomes not like a, a stalker monster, and he becomes like, I don't know, I wouldn't want to ever, ever deal with Rawhead Rex at this point because he's mad, right? Yeah. You, you've got a soundbite for that, too. Do I? <laughs> it, it says it on here. Well... And so, so, yeah, just to preface this, when the cops find out that he's attacking the trailer park, they go there, and Rawhead Rex is already heading toward town, and so they try and chase him toward town, and this is when the cops chase him toward town, and they realize that no man could get to town in time, so they try and circle back, and they stop the car for like 30 seconds, and this is what happens in this sound clip. <laughs> stop the car. Where is he? We've probably passed him. He'd never have gone this far on foot. Dunnan, what shall I do? Turn around. Let's go back. Yes, sir. Holy Jesus! Christ! <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he yanks the deputy out of the car, and the other guy just just floors it, and like the whole car tips over. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Will. <laughs> so, so at that point, he he like. I don't know, hypnotizes the dude and yeah, like he, makes him his servant. He mesmerizes people. Like, you know, he doesn't kill everybody. He makes them kind of his his servants. Like he did with the priest and and with the pregnant lady and the kid, maybe? I don't know. Like, yeah, he, he's got kind of some esoteric ancient god power that he uses. One thing I want to throw in there before we get past the, the trailer park yeah, him coming alive is I don't know what's scarier, Rawhead Rex or that dude that's sitting in the trailer that's got their unibrow that looks <laughs> looks like a straight up caveman. Dude, that guy's a werewolf, isn't he? 
Man, good Lord, where'd they find this guy? I mean, Rawhead Rex is lucky that it wasn't a full moon, or he would have had to fight that dude like like as a lycanthrope. Hail me. Yeah, I mean, he's got like the, I don't know, like the Steve Perry, like stash and mullet combo. He looks a little rougher, though. He like like three dog night or something. He's he's got he's got kind of a like yeah. a like a skinny, like like rough patch type thing going on. And that unibrow, man. I mean, that's that's bigger than Burt Reynolds' mustache, man. When you got the old guy who's always got a beer in his hand, he's like, "Oh, let me tell you the story of something." And and they're like, "Wait, listen to what he has to say." And then Rawhead Rex just starts knocking over the trailer because he saw he saw Jason do it in in part six, and he's like, "Yeah, let's do this crap." Right. My next thing is uh, Rawhead Rex showing off his trophy to no one, right? He climbs up on that mountainside, <laughs> and he's just holding the head up like he's all proud of it. But I'm like, there's nobody around. I mean, <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> I agree. I, you know, Rawhead Rex is, is, is a centerpiece for no one to watch. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, it's like it's almost like a predator type moment, right? Where you know he's he's got his collection or whatever, but he's up there like, yeah, I've got this young twenty year old dude's head in my hand. Okay, <laughs> is that supposed to be terrifying to somebody? Because there's nobody. It'd be different if he walked down to town and showed yeah. it to people. But he's just up there where there's nobody, so I don't yeah, know. And he doesn't have it later when he's trying to like you know break into the church or anything. He's so so yeah. I yeah. don't I don't get it either. Yeah, maybe he just felt really but, confident. Maybe it was a me moment. Yeah, so I'd much like, fun. I'd like to know what Rawhead Rex is like. You know, like like speed is because dude can run. <laughs> he's got those long ass legs. You know, dude, when he's taking off in full speed, like you said earlier. I mean, it's like. It's like he's trying out for the Packers. <laughs> and the, the guy's got the rifle and shoots at him, and he, he shoots like a propane canister, and there's a big explosion. And then Rawhead's like, oh, no. Oh, hell no. I'm getting you. And he, like, r- runs over and just, oh, man. And it's like, oh, crap. You know, he can he can close some distance. Matter of fact, he's running so fast, you can tell the, the prosthetic stuff that's on him just bouncing. His, yeah. his head and stuff is just yeah. bouncing. Yeah, because I guess dude's like six feet tall, and Rawhead Rex has got like nine feet, including the head. Yeah, yeah, yeah Rawhead Rex uh, would probably be made better today, and he may have even been able to be better better made in 1986. You know, like Probably, yeah. He's not terrible looking, but he's not great. He's not but quite like... you got to remember... You got like the Ator movies, you know, and like the Troll Two, right. you know, where you've got those animatronics. It's a little better yeah. than that. It's yeah. a little better. Hey, we, I mean, since we talked about it earlier about him, you know, mesmerizing the guy and stuff. How about his eyes that light up, but they like circle around like you're, <laughs> like you're in froze <laughs> mode on YouTube, and you're just waiting for that circle to stop spinning. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of he kind of reminds me of the monster from Big Trouble in Little China, actually, like. Hmm. Yeah, he does. Got yeah. big red eyes like, and stuff. It's like if you took one of the Road Warrior wrestlers mm-hmm. and mixed it with that beast from Big Trouble in Little China, you get Rawhead Rex. That's it. That's it. And, and I'm telling you, like just just fast forward an hour in, like <laughs> <laughs> because because you're not missing anything. You're mm. not missing anything. All right. All right. I've talked enough. Your turn. <laughs> okay. So you know, I'm I'm just gonna give a tidbit. To anybody watching who wants to be titillated, right? So at one oh six oh one on the on the marker, if you're watching it, at least on the free YouTube one there, then like check out behind the cop that's talking to our main character, who apparently doesn't deserve a name. I mean, he's got one, but I didn't write it down. Um, and check it out, man. There's 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 like a there's like a pinup girl on the inside of that that cop locker. <laughs> I was like, look, look, it's like a half-naked chick. And, you know, you heard it here first. Just check it out. It it, it adds nothing to the story. You're welcome. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> All right, I've got, uh, I've got uh, the chief of the police uh, burning sacrifice. <laughs> when all the cars and everything are surrounding Rawhead and he just yeah. pours gasoline down through all the cars and just burns them all up. And then He's like, he I'll do this for you, Lord. Fire. 
Yeah, it's yeah. very uh, om- omen, omen like, right? Yeah, or, yeah. Because yeah, doing Rawhead, this for you, Damien. Rawhead mesmerizes these people to do his bidding, and so yeah, all the cops are like, "No, it's time to shoot." No, the priest is clear because, you know, Rawhead comes out of the church holding the priest over his head like one of the road warriors. Um, and then he slings him down and they're like, okay, time to open fire. But they don't get a chance to because the chief of police right. has already doused the ground with gasoline and sets them all on fire. But yep. I, I think we might have missed a little bit here because before Rawhead comes into the church, I know you know what I'm going to say. This oh, yeah. is That's probably the other reason we. Yeah. This is the probably one reason. the reason, man. I mean, <laughs> Rawhead Rex pisses on a priest, man. <laughs> like, he got the whole back of his back there, and the priest is sitting in front of him. The priest, like, opens up his his uh, his I mean, priestly yeah. vestments, and he's like, lay it on me. And uh, and Rawhead Rex is like, like, it's like a geyser, you know, just, just douses him in his Rawhead piss, man. I mean, that's the thing about it. It's not like he's doing it out of spite. This is this is his way of welcoming you to the clan, right? right. <laughs> this is the initiation. Dude just gets down on his on his knees, pulls his shirt open, and says, "Let her rip, Rex." <laughs> and Rex does not disappoint, man. No, he doesn't. I mean, God, it's like a horse out there, man. <laughs> horse on a flat rock, yeah. I mean, just. <laughs> So I mean, yeah. and when right he, there, when, y'all. And when he goes in, to, and when that priest goes in to tell the main priest he wants to initiate you, you're thinking, oh man, we're gonna get another pee and see. I, I really thought that too. <laughs> you know, I'd forgotten that. And so the priest thinks that you know, this is another thing that Clive Barker does. You know, where it's like oh, we're safe in this holy ground, and and the the bad guy kind of sits out for a minute, and you think, oh, they can't cross the, and then he just walks right in. Like yeah. crushes the, the the crucifix and but he still can't get up to the altar because you know they they've got the box from uh, Pulp Fiction in there, right? <laughs> I said uh, that's what I said. I said we've got the Ark of the Covenant with a petrified potato in it, <laughs> right? When, when when they so so you know they the uh, the good guy you know our, our main character comes in and he's figured out that the altar has something in it that's a weapon against raw head wrecks because of some stained glass windows that are actually kind of cool um yeah and and he pulls this rock out and the first thing i think is is that a fake rock like could they not have just gotten a regular rock but i, I don't know if it is or not but it's a little like fertility doll right you know a little uh yeah a, a, a little female form you know, she's got like yeah. the, the the womb, and and she's got the the uh, the feminine curves, and he he takes it out. But it really is just like a like a great big glowing red box that's got a potato yeah. rock in it. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I hate to keep throwing that out there, but yeah, it just like a big petrified potato. I'm like, well, that makes sense, I guess. <laughs> oh yeah, no no doubt. But yeah, I like the fact that he that he tries to open it up with his hands and it burns his hands, so he gets you know a, like a candle holder and just <laughs> lifts it up. But he can reach in there and grab the rock and it doesn't hurt him. So it's like, uh, yeah, okay, uh, same, same. <laughs> I was kind of like, where exactly is this power emanating from, and and why does it just focus? Maybe I mean, it's maybe it's it, like the 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 rock's really hot, so you know you touch the box around it and it's it's got this convection in there. Yeah. But even then, you know, wouldn't the rock be hot? Exactly. Yeah. Maybe he should have just picked up the box. Maybe he picked up the wrong weapon. Maybe the box was the weapon and just, <laughs> just throw that in. Just sling that big ass trunk at him. <laughs> 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 Rawhead, I got something for you. <laughs> yeah, <what>? Special delivery. <laughs> I, I think I named it Ark of the Covenant for the right reasons because the whole finale of this thing, right? Yeah. It's Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is it? Huh? Pretty much. Yeah. Well, I mean, he he walks at Rawhead Rex with with the um with the little doll, you know, and he's like, "Come on, sweetie." Which I, I don't know about you, but like, if I'm trying to like invoke the power of like an ancient religious artifact, I probably wouldn't be like, "Come on, sweetie." He says right. it. I almost took the sound clip because it's just so absurd. But then I was like, you know what? I don't want to hear it again. But, well, my thing is, is he talking to the Rock or is he talking to Raw Ed Ricks? That's what I couldn't figure yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> mm, either way, he's either like he, he's either calling the the fertility goddess that he's trying to like invoke the power of, sweetie. Not a great idea. Yeah. Or he's calling Raw Ed Rex, sweetie. Also, not yeah. a great idea. 
<laughs> but but let's talk for a minute about you know poor old crazy priest Declan because another reason to watch yeah. this movie is uh, when Rawhead finally decides to kill his his first servant in this the the priest right. Yeah. He gives him like a like a slow tender munching, you know. Yeah, he <laughs> like does. He picks him up and he's like, he puts his big old chompers to his neck, and then he's like, and like blood starts going. <laughs> but it's it's very sensual, man. Yeah, like, yeah. like the you know, he's he's like he's just kind of chowing down slow mo on this one. Like he like he means it. Like it's you're not just another meal to me, right? You mean something. Like I'm gonna, you know what? You've been a good servant, but I gotta munch you now. Yeah. Mm. And of course, dude's like, hey, if you like urine flavored priest, then help yourself. <laughs> well, it's his own urine, at least. It's some rawhead pee. <laughs> Raw house. <laughs> well, let, let's let's not forget to mention that in the, the in the rawhead Rex pees on a priest scene. The other priest is watching. Like you're kind of seeing it through the other priest's eyes. The priest walks out the door and he looks, and and that's when you see from the other side of the courtyard, courtyard, courtyard. Oh, Freudian slip there, but but like you know, Rawhead Rex is back, and this just dowsing that's occurring. So I mean, you kind of get this voyeuristic, you know, like like from the other priest's perspective. He's like, no, no, it's it's um, there's a lot to unpack there, man. Yep. So yeah, I mean uh, the watchability of this movie goes way up. <laughs> like you said, when you get about an hour into this thing, you're like, "Hold yeah. on, ho, 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 wait a minute, we, we got to finish this now." <laughs> it, it's got some, it's got some real sacrilegious, um, you know, gems going on. And it's, it's, the, the fact that the church would even have a stained glass window that has rawhead wrecks in it. <laughs> And it's so cool. It's got like this big, like, yeah. like robed figure with a giant plinth of stone, like holding him underground, and his arms are like, and and of course the whole like, you know, we've got some messages that might have gotten swapped around when they reassembled the stained glass after the war. <laughs> like, yeah, but you got everything else right. <laughs> you <laughs> like, misplaced one like, shot. Yeah. You went over to the other glass. You're like, hey, uh, this must be the one from that one. No, it's on the other side of the church, man. Like, but yeah, I love, I love the yeah, I love the fact that the guy has to take the Polaroids <laughs> that he took to to match that up instead of going, you know, that right there that goes with this picture that's right here beside it. <laughs> right, right. I mean, but but yeah, there were some pretty cool stained glass windows with raw head racks mm-hmm. in them. I, I'll give yeah. him that. Yeah. What else you got? <laughs> Just the finale, man. I mean, it's it's the equivalent of me too. You know, uh, you know, you've got. Uh, our hero trying to, to do his best here, and it's just not working. And um, yeah, Rawhead starts attacking him, and he can't he can't get the 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 fertility stone to turn on. And then his wife sees it; she picks it up because she just happens to be there for some reason, and uh, she makes it work. And then this spirit warrior lady comes out, and then you start getting a lot of rotoscope. Uh, images of stuff floating around yeah. and going through people very similar to what happens at the end of, of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Absolutely. I, I see where you're coming from there, but I will say that the whole the whole like the the robed woman that appears over his wife. Yeah. It's a really cool effect. I, I thought it, it looks looked great really too. good. Yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. I mean like the the other stuff you're right is kind of I mean it goes on for a long time too like, yeah, like the, yeah. the the spirits kind of circle all the tombstones cuz they're in the graveyard yep. out in front of the church and but like It's like they try they try to do Raiders of the Lost Ark but with the effects that are at the end of Highlander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what happened. <laughs> very much. Very much. And you know Rawhead Rex is like, you know, uh and here's the other thing that that's kind of weird like she does this and you know they gets him on the ropes. You know all the spirits are holding him down. And then somehow her husband's like, "I got an idea. I'll run over and stab him with something." <laughs> I guess the whole like man woman thing. She's like, "I'll use my feminine power to hold him down." Then you go over and stab him while he's laying down because that's what dudes do. Right. I, I, don't, I like. I don't get it. But then like you know the yeah. the sepulcher beneath him splits in half and he falls into this you know. Um, natural cave yep. system or something and, and you know supposedly and then she says over. in the form of an eagle and he <laughs> just says in the form of a bucket of water <laughs> 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 yeah 
<laughs> Rawhead Rex. Yeah, man. So there you go. You got anything else on that one? No, no. I, I think we both, the finale was pretty cool, and uh, that's all I had left, really. Well, you know what that means? That brings us up to the crappy version of... It's rating time! Yes! That uh, one's probably appropriate for this one. <laughs> yeah, probably so. All right, what you give it, man? All right, I'm going to give Rawhead Rex... I'm going to give it a half a dozen trailers in disrepair because Rawhead flipped him over and stomped on him with his big-ass Rawhead feet. <laughs> And I'm going to give it uh, 45 pregnant ladies going. (laughs) (laughs) Such a weird scene. Such a weird scene. Oh, man. Oh, and as always, Brian Blessed, what do you give Rawhead Rex? Give me the remote control. Oh, no. He wasn't happy about it at all. I, I don't know that he was on this journey with us. He was Probably on his own not. journey somewhere else. Absolutely. You know, you're always taking a chance with these kind of movies because we tried to lead you down the path of the movies that you should watch. Not that I'm saying that you shouldn't watch this one, but there's some fun to be had in some of these crappy movies, too. And uh, if you want us to do more of these kind of things, hey, just jump on the Facebook pages there and let us know. Hey, I'd love to see you guys cover this one. And we'll just do like always and don't cover them. Yeah, we may be more susceptible nowadays to actually taking some requests since we're making fewer episodes. But we we always have recommendations of our own. And we always have a short list that we're kicking around. And and it's funny that we settled on Rawhead Rex because we had talked about several other movies. And then it just kind of ended up being this way. I'm glad I revisited it. I really am. Yeah. Yeah. It's, It's one of those things that you grew up watching it and you knew it wasn't even good then. But it finds that little place in your heart, right? Right where he pees on you. It's right there. (laughs) We're never, ever going to be able to put that one down. Because, again, it is the top reason to watch this movie. Because, you know, I I challenge you to find something like it in another movie. You you can find something similar, but, man, this monster peeing on a priest, it's it's something that is fairly unique. (laughs) Yep, that's a nice way to put it. Oh, uh, so yeah, folks, uh, like I said, just uh, hang out with us on Facebook, Instagram, all those other formats. You know, we're going to try our best to, to put some more stuff out. And if you've got some uh, some stuff you want us to cover, feel free to share, man. And, uh, you know, it's it's always a blast for us to get together and do these shows. And, you know, just when you kind of think, well, we're just kind of in a hi- hiatus state again, again, but we get back together and it, it's so much dang fun, man. And uh, I just I love it when we get together and cranky shows out, man. Yeah, I'm I'm really glad that you're busy doing other podcasts too, because I know that you have a restless spirit. And um, yeah, I can't keep up with you, but that's okay. You know, you're making content, and that's what you like to do. And and the whole podcast universe out there is better for it. I'm just glad that I'm able to jump back in on this one and uh, and hang out with my friend for a little while. Well. This, this will always be the mainstay to me. I mean, this is where it all started. And it's still just so organic and so so real. I just think it's the... I love the fact that when people kind of hang out with us and they go, wow, it's just like I'm sitting on an episode of Hell Ming. I was like, yeah, that's that's just us, man. That's who we are. It's true. And, you know, the the show kind of came about because this is how we used to work together and talk to each other. And, and I, yeah. I miss it every day. In other Absolutely. words, we didn't get any work done. <laughs> uh, work was was underrated. I, the work was the the paycheck part. You know, the the real right. reason I came to work was to hang out with you. Hey, let's let's put this out there. We are the only podcast where both of your hosts shared employee of the month together for a company. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We sure did. <laughs> top top that, you suckers. We got a little uh, little penis statue yeah. with a clock in it. We had it's a clock. an employee of the month. Yeah. It was like a little marble base. The thing was about the size yeah. of a wristwatch. It was. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Yes, sir. So put that in your pipe and smoke it, all you other podcasters. Employee of the month shared, yo. Yeah. And if you want to get those Funyuns, you're going to have to get past the employee of the month crew. 
Oh. All right, folks, we're going to cut on out of here. Take care of yourselves. We will see you next time. Adios. <laughs> Have you ever heard the expression, pull a raw head? I bet you thought it was something dirty. I'm here to tell you, you were right. It literally means peeing on a priest in front of another priest. It's dirty. Sometimes in life, you pull a raw head. But it doesn't make you a bad person. It makes you a sacrilegious monster. Have a great life out there, minions. And remember, actions speak louder than catchphrases. Stay well. Members of the audience will receive the following. Classic Curves by Bittos. The Pants for Feel Good Company. A gift certificate from Maru-Chan Ramen Noodles. Rice-A-Roni. All guests receive a copy of the El Ming Home Game. Thanks to the creative minds and special appearances of Mark Allison, Jeremy Finch, and Jacob Kennedy. Hell Ming is a proud member of Legion Podcasts. Check out all the great shows at legionpodcast.com. Hell Ming is available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and Legion Podcast. This is Dan Pardo saying good night.